We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What is up, hotties? Welcome back to another episode of Stay Hot. I'm Bladen Kirk, joined as always by my two favorite co-hosts of all time, Matthew Sponauer and Theo Ash. We have a great episode planned for you all today. We're going to go over... Just the NFL storylines that have been going on, a little bit of info we need to recap, and then we are going to rank our top five offenses going into the NFL season. But before we get into all of that, Matt Theo, how are you guys doing today? Doing all right. I just got back from Miami, as you know. As I know. Yeah. It's always great to see Matthew Spawn hours. We we miss you, Theo. We missed you, Theo. What have you been up to, buddy? <laughs> moving into a new apartment? Yeah, I, I'm. I don't have any decorations up or anything, but like my bed is made and all my stuff is in here. Literally, right before this podcast, like half yeah. an hour before, <laughs> I, I rearranged my bed and my desk and all of that, and I like it better now. Um, yeah. It's comically small. That's the thing. Your about bedroom. This place. Yes, it's very small, but uh, you know. Okay. You know, I. Why do you have a Raiders flag behind you? <laughs> you remember when we went to Raiders camp? Yeah. And they gave us like the flag. Yeah. I just. I had a little extra wall space, so I just the put it there. A pirate, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, Fair I'm enough. gonna be going to a poster sale here uh, in a couple days, so I'll probably get some more posters. And I might switch that out for something else. Who knows? I guess that makes a little Post bit of sense. Sale. I think it's if you true. keep it up, if you keep it up the whole year, I would say like, why do you have a flag up of a team that you don't care don't about that for. much? Yeah, maybe that, that'll for. be like that. Could be like a rotating poster or flag. We'll see. It could change. Get some of all thirty-two teams, but anyway, yeah, <laughs> I. It's pretty small, but you know. I look at it on the bright side. I'm like, it's cozy. All right. It's like a little, little hole in the wall. It's a cozy little space. So, uh, I don't know. I can just lift my phone up. I got my bed with a bunch of shit on it and then my keyboard. That's basically all the room I have. That's basically all of it. Um, but yeah, I've been doing that. As you know, Matt, you know, I, I decided to come back for another episode after threatening to quit over you yelling at me about Justin Tucker (laughs) last episode. Um, I'm very sorry, but, I've had yeah. I had some time to reflect, and I. You agree with us now, right? No, no. <laughs> but um, you're entitled to your yeah. own opinion. After yeah, so I almost quit the show. I moved in. My head cooled a little bit, and now I'm back. There's a lot of drama in the Stay Hot podcast scene. I'm afraid, but yeah, there is. <laughs> there is. I quit. Yeah, I quit. Then you quit, and then Blading quit, and then we all came back. That's what happened behind the scenes. (laughs) The whole Stay Out podcast quit. (laughs) Yes. But it's okay. We're all here today, and that's all that matters. You're right. 
Today's episode is brought to you by our friends over at Odds Trader. For play-by-play updates, live scores, and bet tracking, Odds Trader is the place to go. They have the best price on every game and sign-up offers for multiple sports books. Plus, they have player statistics, key game stats, and even projected game day weather. You can use their bet tracker to keep records of all your games and betting activity. OddsTrader.com is the number one site for all your game day bets. To begin your handicapping journey, make sure to go to OddsTrader.com slash BlueWire. OddsTrader is the beginning of your best bets for all for all sports download from the app store today. All right. Now let's talk about some football. Let's talk about some football in NFL news, or I guess in Cleveland Browns news, Deshaun Watson has been suspended for 11 games and fined. Was it $5 million? Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's more significant than sex. I think it cooks their season. It does. I cook think that's their probably season. the real difference that's- here. I mean, I thought the season would kind of be cooked anyway. Six games they could fight through, 11 probably not. And how yeah. tough the AFC is, with how tough the AFC is, they yeah. probably it's can't so, get through that. It's so funny because they play the Texans week 12. That'll they, be his first game back. <laughs> so that. shameless. Oh, my God. <laughs> they were like, yeah, uh, we're going to make a quick buck off of this. And they're going to. I, feel. I, I I thought that it was had something to do with um, him accruing a season. I know I, 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 like wow. an accrued season in the NFL is six games, right? You have to play six games. Well, if you suspend somebody 12 games, then they only play five. So I wonder if that's what it was too. But both those things have kind of lined up. It's obviously not enough, but at least the Browns are shot this year. Yeah. Yeah. I, Without, with their, in, their interior defensive line, um, Derek Klassen is a guy I like a lot. He's a good follow on on Twitter. QB class has been tweeting out a bunch of clips of the Browns run defense last year, and it's bad. It's not good. I I remember. And then, and then, uh, yeah, and then they have not, they got worse up front in the defensive tackle department. So, yeah, this will probably be one of the worst run defenses in the entire league, and they'll have Jacoby Brissett starting for 11 games. Yeah, they're they're done. They're they're cooked. They're they're secondary. There's some talent there. Their front their um, front seven's rough though. Outside of Garrett, Clowney, like Garrett, and Clowney, Clowney, and okay, okay. that's it. The the that's interior the of the defensive line is is bad. So bad. yeah, it's really bad. It's perhaps the worst unit in the entire league is the Browns' interior defensive alignment. So <laughs> they should be able to be run all over, and they don't have a quarterback. So yeah. It's not going to be a great offense not, not or be good. A, a great. It's like imagine either. imagine if the Chargers had like Tyrod Taylor last year. This that's <laughs> that's basically what the Browns are going to be this year. Um, yep, not great, <laughs> not great. <laughs> yeah, not not great at all. So hate to see I'm it. Feeling, I'm feeling a good five wins. Five with, with Watson. Yeah, five. really. Do you think that's too high or too low? Too low. I think it's going to be hovering around 500. I think they can still get eight. I think eight's like a fair margin. Five and eight are not that different. That's a three. That's a three win gap. But I guess like we talked about Bangle. When we talked to Bangle, he was like over three, under three. So you think the Browns could have anywhere from two to eight wins? Five is bad. <laughs> eight is mediocre, I would say. So yeah. I guess. I think, but, medio- um, I think the Browns are like mediocre. Right. I think that's fair. They still have a great offensive line and they have a great run game. It's like they're still going to be able if, to win some games. If Cooper gets hurt, they're so cooked, dude. They're so, so, so cooked. Hey, if hey, gets that's hurt. if. That's if. But like, Then they have the worst interior defensive lineman and the worst wide receiving core and the worst starting quarterback. Like one, they're one injury away from that being their reality. And it's already close to their reality. Uh you think we'd have the worst receiving core without? Yes, yeah. obviously, extremely, extremely obvious. Who would you who say would be is worse? I guess, yeah, it'd be like Donovan Peoples Jones and <laughs> David Bell. Yeah, David Bell. it would be like them and the Bears and the Packers, like chilling. With yeah, the worst. <laughs> I was about to say maybe the Bears, but Darno Mooney would probably be wide receiver two on the Browns right now. So, yeah, I don't know. yeah, <laughs> I fear. Okay. Yeah. Browns. Brown. I still think like eight, but I don't know. We'll see. Theo, you want to talk about the Jags front seven? I know that was something that you were looking into yeah, a little I really bit. Liked, 
The preseason week two is been happening. So, yeah. you know, I've been watching some of those games. And, and I think that was the unit that really popped off the screen for me. Or maybe it was the Steelers' offensive line. I don't know. But the the Jags gave the ones, obviously not the true ones. There's some, you know, backups scattered in here and there. But Trayvon Walker was playing and Josh Allen was playing. And uh, the guy they got from the Jets, Falaranzu Fatikasi, I think, was out there and Smoot. And they were killing i've never like they were killing the pittsburgh steelers like in that first quarter now to to be entirely fair the steelers are not very good up front like (laughs) well that's why it's kind of both a story their pressure rate was probably 100 percent when mitch trubisky (laughs) was out there i swear to god and every run went for about two yards or if maybe less they probably averaged zero yards per carry with the pressure rate of 100 percent it was really eye-opening what Josh Allen was able to do to them. I mean, he probably registered five pressures in that game. It was crazy. <laughs> so it was definitely something that, like, when you look at the Steelers, I think they've had a really interesting preseason or because they've got pick-ins and they've got Pickett in there. Right. You know, a team that, that has, a, I think, a pretty wide range of outcomes this year. And I don't know how to feel about them because I think Pickett has looked quite good in the preseason. Uh, but man, that offensive line is just so bad. And it's not good. It's not good at all. And and I think the Jaguars can, and I think it's a little bit of both, like, oh, the Jaguars front seven. I think it's going to be pleasantly surprising this year. But I, I really just, man, if, if that unit, which I don't think is going to be a horrible unit, but if any unit is looking like that, I mean, obviously it's preseason and the Steelers have a chance to figure it out. But given what the talent on their line, and right. what they've done the past two years, they don't deserve the benefit of the doubt that they're going to like just fix it. So yeah, that was, let, let me let me ask you this: yeah. Let's say hypothetically, the Jaguars had traded for like AJ Brown or yes. gotten some other like really high level receiver. What would you project them to be doing right now? Because outside of that, outside of the fact that they don't really have a true number one receiver, seems pretty strong. Yeah, I mean, I've had them at seven wins. I think if you gave them like A.J. Brown, like a top-tier wide receiver as a weapon, I still don't trust the secondary a, t- a whole lot. Um, but, I mean, if they had a top-flight wide receiver, I think I could add a win or two, and that gets them at eight, nine wins. That has them hovering, going from the worst team to the league to like around 500, uh, you know, maybe in, in wild card contention, which is pretty crazy. But I, I really... I really have liked what I, and Lawrence, he got off a little bit slow in that game. Um, there were some missed passes to Kirk on the sideline that were bad. Um, and I still, I kind of am like, you could work on the accuracy, but man, he had a drive in the second quarter of that game. And yes, it was against backups, but the windows that he was placing those throws in were like, not bad. Like it was good. Good coverage is good coverage, whether it be Jalen Ramsey doing it or, some Steelers fifth string, right? You know, a tight window is a tight window. And he was just hitting some ridiculous throws. And I'm, I'm this close to saying he has the best pocket presence in the league, Lawrence. So yeah, I project if they had like, if they could next year, playoffs is the goal for them. Um, And Lawrence has to like the accuracy is, I think a legitimate thing where I like raising my eyebrow, but everything else is there. And he hit some crazy accurate throws in that game as well right over like the outstretched hands of some of these defenders it's i'm excited for the jaguars future they're a team that i'm really yeah. rooting for and I, I i like lawrence a lot i'm i'm rooting for them to turn it around um but I, uh when i made my yeah. jaguars prediction i i was very adamant that i think a lot of people are kind of sleeping on this team a little bit um like i don't think people re- like we've talked about before how much urban meyer held back this team last year. And I think like just adding Doug Peterson alone makes them a significant, yeah. like I think that alone it's, is like a five win team. And then you think about like what they've done in the off season. I think, yeah, seven wins. I think that's a very, I think that's what I gave them was seven wins. I mean, how quick did the Browns turn it around after firing the second worst coach I've probably ever seen <laughs> Hugh Jackson. They were in the playoffs. What? Two years later. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. They went seven, eight and one. And then they went, 10 and six. I think that we could see a similar, I think we could see a similar trajectory for the, for the, for the the Panthers. (laughs) Um, Sorry, Matt, the Jaguars, the other big cat. Um, We could see the same thing. (laughs) Yeah. Number one overall pick fired this incompetent head coach. Um, 
maybe you get about seven, eight wins the next year. And then after that, you're all good. And I think Lawrence is better than Mayfield. I don't yep. think Trayvon Walker is as good as Miles Garrett, but he's been super impressive this preseason. I've, I've thought, I've really liked what I've seen from him and Josh Allen. So yeah, I think they're on that, that, that trajectory, like much like the Browns who are at. Um, but I think it's a little bit more sustainable because I think Lawrence is him more better. than I think yeah. Baker was ever him. So yeah. Uh, Speaking of Baker, Sam he doesn't have to worry. He doesn't have to worry about <laughs> Matt Corral taking his job anymore. At least the Panthers' season is cooked. I fear they're cooked. Uh, I mean, this is. I mean, this is like the worst possible thing that could have happened. Pretty much, the Corral pick is now like a complete waste. I think. What do you do? So, are we not going? Like, are if we need a quarterback next year, first round, are we not drafting one? Yeah, that, yeah that's are. that's really crazy. Yep. Like, I mean, if, if yep, it's 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 out the window now. Are you if you either roll with Corral into year two because you trust him that much, which you, would be pretty insane to do for a third rounder, or you, you just wasted two thirds. It is not possible to have Corral as your starter year two. It will not happen. That is a stone cold yeah. promise. And you, you, even you if can't, Baker you is can't see him in, you can't see him in practice at all. Like Corral you're just is not Corral is not good enough where you you avoid drafting CJ yeah. Stroud or avoid drafting Will Levis or Bryce Young or Anthony Richardson. Like, no, yep. they, he's, it, yeah, it I mean, was, this is a disaster. This is just, and I didn't hate the pick, but Corral, Corral showed some flashes in at the time. It was a good pick at the time in the third round. It's like, okay, he's a decently talented quarterback in the third right. round. Um, your only guy there was Don Baker was not there. Uh, so it was only Darnold. It's like, okay, I get it. But then once you bring in Baker, all of a sudden Corral is the third or fourth string. And now Corral is just not even going to play at all. So yeah, it, right. it probably is going to end up being a waste. And it's just a casualty of them just having no plan at the quarterback position and just throwing stuff at the wall over and over again. And they're going to have to keep doing it. And yeah. <laughs> I mean, Corral made <laughs> some flashes in practice. But in the actual preseason games, he has looked horrible, sloppy. Yeah, like, he's looked, he's yeah, looked he's bad. Looks- he he is, and 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 this doesn't even make any sense because he is already. A, I mean, he's years away from being able to go and drop back. Yeah, um, and I, I like the pick. Like in a vacuum, Corral in the third is like pretty cool. But when you look at it from the Panthers' perspective, what is? Uh, are we going to just keep like half investing in quarterbacks? Because yeah, we haven't gone and made like the big, the big, you know, purchase of a quarterback. We haven't spent the big picks, but what we're down a bunch of money and a second and two thirds and a fourth and a fifth and a sixth. And we've ended up with (laughs) Teddy Bridgewater, Sam Darnold, Baker, Matt Corral. Awesome. (laughs) Yeah, that's That's terrible. It's it's one of the worst investments. And this is going to be their fifth straight season of winning like five games. Half a decade. They're a terrible team. Carolina they sports to, is awful right now. They need to draft a quarterback in the first yep. round. Now you can mock that right now. You can mock that right now. Unless Baker just lights the world on fire and is like undeniably even, a good quarterback. He would have to be he would have to be better than he's ever been. Because even then, if he's like this is this is the worst case scenario. Baker is mediocre. We give him a solid contract and then we have Corral <laughs> on the wings. That would be terrible. And that's you can already see that happening and that playing out because the Panthers will probably win too many games to be like in the CJ Stroud. Bryce Luckily, Young, huh? this is a deep, this is a deep quarterback class. So if yeah. you have eight wins, you should still be able to get yourself at least, and maybe they'll trade up and put even more resources in. Yeah, um, man. But, but anyway, Will Levis, our friend of the show will be a Panther next year is what this means. Um, yeah, but yeah, I don't know. It's Matt, just, Matt, we're, just we're planning to go. Uh, we're planning to go see Will Levis, right? Like, that's, yeah, we might, we might, we might go see him week one. Miami um, and Kentucky, week one. Miami. Oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> so it should be a Good should luck, be an Miami. interesting game. <laughs> nah, man, Miami's getting the W. Will Levis will have a good game, but it won't be enough. Uh, yeah, I don't yeah. know. Matt and Corral, hate to see it. Dude, Ohio State has to win the national title. I got nothing else <laughs> sports-wise this year. The Hornets are miserable. Nothing. The Panthers are miserable. <laughs> Cincinnati should be pretty good. 
but they're going to lose week one to Arkansas. They've got a that's a terrible schedule. It lines up awful for them. Yeah. So Ohio State must win the national title this year because you guys have you have a true freshman starting at quarterback, right? No, no, but it's going to be his. It's it's going to be. If Prater starts, it's going to be like his first real game. He's thrown 11 oh, okay. passes, and it's at <laughs> Arkansas week one. Oh, that's not brutal. That. And they've lost that's half brutal. their starters. They're not winning that game. <laughs> that, that's brutal. Um, anyway, any, any other NFL news? I don't think so. I mean, there's Sam Howell, who's looked pretty decent. No, he hasn't. Um, he has not he's looked ha- pretty decent. He has looked bad. I'm sorry. His first game <laughs> was bad. He's, had some, he's game, had some moments. How many... Okay, that one throw, that one throw probably should have been a pick. The one, the one that Nico was hyping up was like on the sideline. I think that that play should have been a pick. That one, that film is subjective with that throw because it did hit the wide receiver in the numbers and it's a difficult throw to throw a back shoulder that far down the field. But I think a competent cornerback with ball skills picks that off. And he had another pick in that, another drop pick where he was late throwing an out route and it got jumped. He also got sacked, I believe twice in that game so that's two potential pick throws and two sacks in 20 dropbacks that's horrible and then i I guess but like i'm also thinking up from the perspective of like he's a fifth round rookie right Right. exactly exactly that is the thing that that is like he might have even looked okay for a fifth round rookie but i've seen so many Howell is better than Wentz tweets. I've seen many, many like Howell is the best quarterback. I don't even think he's better than Heineke at this point. Like he's looked more like a fifth rounder than everybody is saying. And if it was like some random dude, I might be like, oh yeah, like he's been okay for a fifth rounder, I suppose. But Sam Howell's got some star power to him. All right. Everyone knows who that is. And everybody's just waiting to hype him up. And in the last game, I even thought that his pocket presence improved and there was a drive, um, there was a throw, a pretty nice throw. I can't remember who it was to to put him on like the one yard line. I was like, okay, that was pretty good. And then he just threw like a horrible interception. I don't know if it was a miscommunication <laughs> or what, but the, right. I literally took out my stopwatch and I timed it. He was in the pockets for four seconds. Okay. So every route that's is done time. after four. It's every route yeah. is done after four seconds. That's a, so long, that's a long time. <laughs> he threw it four seconds into play and just was like a horrible like pick that pretty much yeah. lost him the game. So I'm like, I can't say I can't sit here and say that he has earned the starting job over Carson Wentz. That's all I can say about not Sam a, Not a chance. It's just like you're you're He's in the realm nice of like moments, you're, you're in the He's realm of nice Bailey moments. Zappi, and, and the difference is is like no one has expectations for Bailey Zappi, and everyone for some reason seems to have expectations for Sam Howell. Yeah, uh, the real the real backup who's fighting for the starting role is Josh Dobbs. <laughs> that is far more realistic. He has Dobbs. a whole bunch of yards right now. Josh Dobbs, man. Oh, right, because for the Browns, totally, game totally right could now. happen. Listen, you could get some game time. Their quarterback room of Jacoby Brissett, Josh Dobbs, and Josh Rosen is awesome. I do wonder if if I don't think they'll trade for Garoppolo, and I, I, I don't think that, want that would them be to trade that, for Garoppolo. That would be a really interesting move because hypothetically, Garoppolo could give them you know, good Baker tier quarterback, like what he was doing under Stefanski when everybody was telling me yeah. he was a top 10 quarterback. Hypothetically, that could maybe be good enough quarterback play to, to lead an efficient offense and maybe have him in striking distance by the time we 12 rolls around. Um, so it'll be interesting, but they've already given up so many resources for That's what I'm saying. a quarterback. <laughs> like, are they going to give up more for Garoppolo? But it could mean that it, it could mean the playoffs right now. I don't know. I don't know what I would do. I would say, I think I would probably not trade for him just because like looking at the roster objectively, again, a Cooper injury, the interior That's defensive a, I, I don't line. Think, I don't think the roster is good enough to justify it. I don't. Well, you thought I, they were winning eight games. You thought they were winning eight games. With I Brissette. don't know. I kind of think I, I, I don't, would. I don't think Garoppolo elevates you to, to t- 11. I don't think like, it. He, listen, listen to this. Listen to this. Their first four games are... Panthers, Jets, Pittsburgh, Atlanta. With yeah. Garoppolo, I honestly wonder if they would be favored in all of those games. There, it, I, you could. I there's a too. very real world where Garoppolo gets you five or six wins in those first eleven games, and then you're in striking distance at the end of the season. Now it all comes down to how much like it costs asset asset wise, yeah. but 
And but I guess the thing is, you could trade Garoppolo again. Could you not? <laughs> I mean, I guess if you if if he's not that easy to trade. Yes, the, the 49ers are not having an easy time trading him. Yeah. But just trade him back to the 49ers. I don't know if you told the 49ers <laughs> we're going to save you twenty million dollars in salary cap. Well, he's a free agent after this year. Yeah. So you could maybe you could get a comp pick for him and say if he plays well and he walks in free agency, you get a fourth round pick for that, and maybe it would cost about a fourth. And maybe it would cost about a fourth rounder to get him in the first place. General Manager Theo Ash. Hey, hey, and, and you know we're already we should probably already trade Kareem Hunt. Maybe you just do Kareem Hunt for Garoppolo one for one, and then get a fourth out of it, like. I would do that if I was the 49ers. Time. Yeah, I think uh, I think that that's not a bad idea. Now that I, I thought about it originally, I'm like, I don't know, but yeah, they're they're they're. Yeah, first if, four if games we could get a, if we could get a comp pick for Garoppolo, I'd be willing to make the trade. But like, just getting Garoppolo, I feel like that's not a. I feel like that's not as much of a positive as people think it is. It wouldn't be, yeah, and I guess he's not on a long contract, so it's not like there would be. And we would project Watson would play well enough that there, this wouldn't happen, but there would never be any kind of quarterback controversy anyway. Like, like there'd be no chance. Ima- of imagine, it. imagine we trade for Garoppolo, and then we just stink anyway. <laughs> like it's not, but like it's not too but big Garoppolo. Cost, but Garoppolo wouldn't. I mean, they're only playing paying uh, Watson one million dollars this year. And then yeah. the contract starts to kick in. But you're not investing in Jimmy's contract past this year. He's a free agent. So yeah. I still, yeah, now that I've talked myself through it, yeah, I guess it does make sense. And I, I don't think that that's off the table for them um, yet. But I'm sure there's some I, reason I'm, that. I am not a Garoppolo fan, but yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I'm not either, I, but he's better I think, than Brissette. I think I would kind of, I guess he's better than Brissette. I mean, like, he was like top 10 in every like efficiency okay, metric, like okay. DVOA, but, EPA. But, who like, is Gar- but think about who who is Garoppolo throwing to in San Francisco? Kittle, right, I'm not, IU, yeah, Debo. He's, he's, he's definitely David a product Njoku of a... slander? He's definitely a product. <laughs> I love David Njoku. I love David Njoku. But like, he's definitely a product of his environment to a high degree when you see numbers like that. It doesn't mean that Jimmy Garoppolo is a top 10 quarterback, but I don't think like... Brissett is a putting up any kind of top 10 numbers, even in that situation. You know, I, I, I think that Garoppolo has been efficient and for a while, and it's not in a way that is like super duper impressive or can go get you a bucket when you need a bucket at the end of a game right. and you need to go drive down the field and win like they did against the Rams. And he totally like chokes, but, <laughs> yeah. but he can win you more games than Brissett can. And that puts you in yes. striking distance than Watt. So that's not off the table, I guess. It makes sense to me. You know what is on the table? Trade coffee is on the table. You know, one of our one of our best friends over here at Stay Hot, and uh, I think we're all pretty obsessed with uh, trade coffee. You know, I I told you guys, I told you guys before. My parents love it. Matt and Theo love it. And right now, Trade Coffee is offering a quiz to specifically select the perfect blend for you. You know, every time you take this quiz. You know, they, they recommend you something awesome. You know, uh, I recommended my parents the Costa Rica Lamanita, and it's one of the best cold brew coffees they've ever had, right? So, and Theo, I, I'm pretty sure you've had it too. And, and you, you said it was, you it said is it was good. I should, I should just be ma- reading this because you don't drink I don't coffee. Drink, I like... don't drink coffee, but my parents do, and they, they liked <laughs> it. It is, liked it. it is good. Right? It's just so funny. I'm just, I'm just, I'm not, a, I'm not a caffeine consumer, but I know caffeine consumers, and I will advocate on their behalf. You know, it and there's good. just, yeah, and you know, and and I and I can vouch for this. There is something about you know making things yourself exactly the way you like it that is just more pristine, right? And trade coffees, quality ingredients. You know, you're always getting, you're always getting something great that you know you're going to love. And even if you're not obsessed with your first bag, trade will take your feedback. And an actual real-life coffee expert will work with you to find a new, better-suited bag at no extra cost. Right now, Trade is offering new subscribers a total of $30 off your first order, plus free shipping when you go to drinktrade.com slash stayhot. That's more than 40 cups of coffee for free. Get started by taking their quiz at drinktrade.com slash stayhot and let Trade find you a coffee that you'll love. Again, that's drinktrade.com slash stayhot for $30 off. 
All right, let's get into our top five offenses. We're predicting uh, top five offenses, and we'll do uh, we'll do a wild card also. But I think a wild I'm going card first. is in a wild card. Like is someone in a team like that... like could be on the fringe. Like could be a top five, but maybe maybe not. Yeah. Okay. Right. Just an honorable mention, mm-hmm. I guess. Maybe that's a better way to describe an honorable mention. Uh, I picked mine as like a wild card. Not, like, not 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 number six, like a wild team that I don't know about. So I'm sticking with a wild card. Oh, okay. I guess that I guess that works too. Um okay. Yeah, since Matt wants to do that, that's what we're gonna do. <laughs> Matt, I Matt got into it too. Oh yeah. Okay, so so I'm I'm the odd one here. Um but it is what it's basically gonna be the same thing. But anyway, my top five projected offenses i think i guess i'll go in order five to one Mm -hmm. bucks ravens chargers eagles bills eagle man i mean we've talked about the eagles a lot but Uh, i'm i'm dick riding the eagles a little bit i i am uh it's a lot of projection that jalen hurts you know elevates but they they had the best rushing offense in football last year um, I think the addition of AJ Brown's pretty big. I expect to jump out of Devontae Smith, Dallas Goddard to really, really high level tight end. Um, so I, I, I do like the the assets that they have there, and I think if Jalen Hurts, like I don't even think Jalen Hurts would have to be like some elite elite passer. I think they could still just have a high level rushing attack, and if their passing offense is close to top ten, I think that would be enough to make them, you know, one of the best offenses in football. So maybe not number two. Maybe number two is a little high, but I think they can definitely be top five. Over you had them over the Chargers. I think that's I think the tough Eagles are, for me. The Eagles are going to run the ball better, and I like the receiving assets better in Philly. I think that they might run the ball better, but I think like to be an elite offense, like I, need, running the football you, is important. It is, and a lot of analytics people will. Heavily, heavily <laughs> underrate what Run, running, running the, football the football does for you. <laughs> However, it is true that the best offenses are the best passing offenses. Like You're probably right. None of them should just exclusively pass the football um, or pass the football at like a 90% clip. But I do, I do value passing and confidence in the passing offense more than I value and, and, and like Justin Herbert's him. I, I I get it. I like Justin Herbert's amazing. So maybe like, yeah, I, I could understand like Eagles might be a little too high, but I still think they're definitely. I definitely think they're going to be a top five offense. Like I have no doubt in my mind about that. I think th- uh, I think they're yeah. extremely high level. You want to go through? Sure. I have got the starting with I guess five and working my way. Yes. Up. I will go with. The Vikings, the the 49ers, the Chiefs, the Buccaneers, Mm -hmm. and the Chargers. So no No Bills. Bills. No Bills. And the Bills would probably be number six or number seven. No Ravens. Um, The Bills were not a top five. They were like a borderline top ten unit in the the offensive department last year. Um, I think they were like 10th in yards and points per drive. They were they were a borderline top 10 in most metrics that you'll find. They were a little bit more inconsistent than you'd think. And I think that we, I can, I'm expecting about the same results from them this year. So maybe not top five, but like around seven, around six, around eight, which is like not exact, which is like you could put them top five. I'm not mad yeah. at it. But for me, I, I just kind of project about the same as last year. I'm projecting a, a big jump from the Vikings, which were which was an average offense last year. But again, I really do think that we have seen, like under Stefanski, that core was a top five offense in terms of efficiency, and they put up some some really good passing seasons in terms of you know, like I said, efficiency. And I think they're going to kind of get back to that under O'Connell and more of the McVay stuff. You look at Cousins, who threw what like 34 touchdowns and seven interceptions. I don't know the number off the top of my head, right. but. He had a nice season last year. Uh, again, he's someone that I don't think is quite the top flight quarterback that his numbers suggest because he is not someone that is going to like aggressively attack the field, especially once his first read is gone. He's usually you know looking more for the check down, but he avoids turnovers. Um, 
I think he does a pretty good job executing the offense, and I think it's going to be a pretty good offense. They've got Cook. I think Jefferson in the slot more is going to be a boon for them, and I think that he's going to have a real Offensive Player of the Year candidacy this year. I, I like what they did, um, and I think that they're going to be a, a really efficient unit. You got Dalvin, even though the offensive yeah. line is bad. Um, I think I think they're going to be able to run the football decently well. Um, Cousins' yeah, I mean, we pocket saw, presence. We saw the Bengals kind of do something similar this yeah. year with Joe Mixon. Their offensive line wasn't great, but Joe Mixon was, I think, top three in rushing. So we'll see. I think I think that basically I think that the coaching change. I, I'm I'm relatively high on them, and I think that Cousins is going to operate that offense to a pretty high level. So I think I've, I've got them at number five. And then the 49ers, I've talked about Trey Lance a million times. I like him. Um, this is an offense that has been quite good in the past with Jimmy Garoppolo. I think that Lance is going to be pretty good year two right away uh, from what I've seen from him. I like what I've seen from him. So, yeah. yeah I mean, basically. the 49ers were, were like, I think, a, like my six or seven. I'm just like, I, I'm just kind of unsure about them right now. Like I yeah, think they're Lance, gonna be a, a damn good team, but it's just there's a lot of question marks for me with Lance. Yes. Lance is definitely a projection and it's not based on anything he's shown because he hasn't really shown well yeah, we haven't seen him that much. But I, I really <laughs> do think he's gonna be a high level quarterback yeah. right away. And I'll, this I'll, offense I'll like with Lance. a high level yeah, with a high level quarterback is, is gonna be scary. And then the Chiefs, uh so far they've done a lot of more under center stuff in the preseason. They're not quite as um spread out without Tyree kill. They're not just bombing it down the field. They're a little bit more traditional offense, more of what Andy Reid was doing in Philadelphia. And so far in three drive, three drives, Patrick Mahomes has 222 yards. <laughs> this preseason, he's like three drives. He has almost 300 yards. Uh, he's, he, which is, he's been crazy. I, I mean, it's been, I get that it's preseason. I get it. Yeah. But he's looked super sharp so far. It looks like it's all systems go. He's hit some ridiculous throws. Um, just ridiculous production. I mean, his whole career since he's been the starter, yeah. he's been elite, elite, elite. Even last year in a down year for him, uh, it was still top, clear top five quarterback. He's going to be a top five right. quarterback again. Um, I think that the offensive line is good. The, the weapons are going to be good enough. Um, I think the running back room is a little stronger than it was last year. And uh, I think that overall, this is going to be a top five offense again. Then the Chargers, yeah. obviously Justin Herbert is him. They were the second best offense in terms of points and, and yards per drive last year. Um, no reason they can't do that again. I'm projecting maybe even more growth from Herbert to be like an MVP candidate. And uh, then the Buccaneers, no Brady, Julio, Godwin, yeah. Evans, good offensive line. Bucks, I, I, I assume Rashad we were all going to have the Bucks and Chargers. I don't know. Buccaneers offensive line is Buccaneers offensive line is banged up. True, their center. Where's their receivers? They're banged up. You don't have them in the top five. Is that you not have them in the top five? Okay. He's just filming the masked singer. Don't worry. Uh-huh. He's coming back soon. So I guess he coming got eliminated. Back, surely. And neither of um, you guys had the Bengals. I disagree not, pretty strongly with that. Yeah, I knew you would, but. That's yeah, they, they're they're going to be a good unit. They're going to be a good unit. I've got them. If they were in my top ten, they'd be in my top ten. Or, or if we were doing a full top ten, yeah, they'd be in my top, I, top ten. See, that's the thing. Is like there's so many that I'm like, yeah, this is definitely top ten. But then there's some offenses that I'm just like a little bit higher on. That I think I, I don't know. I I look at I look at a team like the Eagles, and I I take the Bengals at everything other than offensive line. Look at a team like the Vikings. Offensively, I'm taking the Bengals at absolutely everything on that offense. Give me their receivers. Give me their running back. Well, running backs, I guess, maybe not. But like the gap between Dalvin Cook and, and Joe Mixon is whatever. It's pretty I, insignificant. Yeah. I, yeah. It's who cares? Um, and I, I'm we're going into year three for Burrow. What if he takes another step? You know. And they're, I, I, I really love their receivers. I think their offensive line, like they ran it a lot with Mixon, not that efficiently last year. And this year, I think you're going to see a little bit more of Burrow, maybe a few less. Like you're not going to see quite as many mix and touches, but um, I think they're going to be a lot more efficient. I mean, they had they had an awful offensive line last year. They were yeah. starting Isaiah Prince in the Super Bowl, and it was it was rough, dude. Their offensive so, line, especially towards the end, got pretty rough. What I would I say mean, is, give me O'Connell over Zach. T- Zach Taylor is my is my, I raise my eyebrow because as far as his scheme goes, it is static. It is not creative. And it, it, 
it relies a lot on just <laughs> miracle. I don't want to say miracles, but it's just, <laughs> it doesn't make life easier for the offense, which I guess makes it more impressive. And if Zach yeah. Taylor grows a little bit, then things could get really scary. But Zach Taylor is the one thing where I'm, I like raise my eyebrow because like last year, this was not an elite offense. And I think Zach Taylor is a big reason why. Um, but I, I do agree, Matt, where it's like the, the Bengals are an honorable mention for me, yeah. but they, they could they, they, be a top five offense. But I Zach think they Taylor, can, they can my, get into that my, range, but yeah. we saw their offense slow down a lot in the playoffs. Um, and and I, I don't think that's, that's a coincidence. You no, know, with the exception of like, I think it was their offensive line. I mean, yeah. And you can look at the offensive line and definitely say they got sacked nine times against Tennessee. I mean, I I would say that I would say the same thing for the Eagles. Yeah. They got crushed by, uh, by Tampa in the playoffs. So I get it. And their offensive line was phenomenal, but they had like, who was their number two receiver was what? Like Wes Watkins. They had hurts. That was their problem. Hurts sucked in the playoffs. He was awful. That was why they got killed. It wasn't their wide receivers. <laughs> it was Hurts. That's what you're looking for. Oh, why were they bad? I love Jalen Hurts. Jalen yeah. Hurts was why. Sorry. Yeah. He is not proven he, might get he better. can just drop he might back grow. and beat you. Yeah. And he's got it. Asking yeah. a guy to grow into that is like, that's pretty major projection. Um, yeah. But I, I, I do like him. I think the offense will be good for the Eagles, but man. Um. Yeah, Matt. What I are, like. I think I. I have the Chiefs as my number one offense. Um, I think that Patrick Mahomes is still him. I think. Yeah, losing Tyreek is bad, but I don't even hate their weapons. They have a great offensive line. I think the the way they operate. I mean, I, I think one through five is pretty close, but I, I. I think I totally still believe in them. I guess even without Hill, and it sounds disrespectful to Hill, but it's not. He's still great. It's just yeah. I have faith in that. And like you said, they've been amazing in the preseason. Um, I've got the Chargers at two, the Bengals at three, the Bills at four, and then the Buccaneers at five. Interesting. Neither of you had the Ravens. I'm I think the, I think the wide receiving core, I like the Ravens a lot. And it's kind of similar to the Eagles where it's like, I, I value some of these teams. I think all of these teams, I'm pretty confident in saying that I've got on my list. I guess maybe the 49ers are, are a little bit of a question mark. But like all of these teams, I feel better about their wide receiving core and the Ravens drop back passing game. And some of it is on, a lot of it is on Greg Roman. A lot of it is on the yeah. wide receiving core. Some of it has been on Lamar over the past couple of years on why like it hasn't been an elite, elite passing offense. But this year with that wide receiving core and Greg Roman, even though I like Lamar and I, I, I hope, I hope that he likes a world on fire more than anything. Um, yeah. I, I don't trust the infrastructure around him. And I do acknowledge that he's not like the level of passer that like Mahomes is or anything like that to the point where I think they'll have a very good rushing attack. And I do think they'll have a decent passing attack because I do like Bateman. But for top five, yeah. for top five. Well, and, I, and, and not even just Bateman, like Bateman's going to be good, I think. And then like Mark Andrews, I think is like absolutely the most underrated tight end in football. That dude is out of this world good. I mean, he catches everything. He just absorbs the football. And then, you know, from what we've seen in preseason, Isaiah likely looked pretty solid. I'm not betting on a fourth round rookie tight end. I'm just saying, like, (laughs) as far as like, as far as like guys underneath, like just extra assets, like I think this can be a a very, a very dangerous offense. Yeah, I mean, I I don't disagree. I I don't disagree that that it's dangerous, but they haven't been top five the past two. I don't think that Greg Roman is going to design a top five off. That's kind of where I'm at here. I don't think Greg (laughs) Greg Roman Roman and Zach Taylor are holding back the uh, the Bengals and Ravens right now. (laughs) I think their rushing game is going to be really good. I think they're going to be a good offense. I I don't know if they're going to field an elite one, so that's why I didn't put them on there. Yeah, Uh, I'm still. I still can't get over you not having the bills like i i just i i oh no bills tw- for you Theo. yeah theo, theo didn't put the bills and it's like you talk about how good the chiefs have been in preseason i mean didn't the bills have like seven straight possessions in like team practice where they did the difference is oh yeah the, the bills i mean they annihilated the broncos in the last preseason game the difference is the chiefs were the number one team in offensive yards and points per drive last year and the Bills were like about top 10. So yeah. the Bills are, the Chiefs are coming from a place where they were literally maybe the best offense last year. 
the Bills are not quite coming from that place. They were the 10th best offense via DVOA last year. They were fifth the year before that when Josh Allen was completely out of this world. So that's a fifth-ranked offense, and that's borderline top five is what we're talking about. And then 10th last year. I'm projecting them to be in the 5-10 to range again. It's not a bad take to say they'd be the best offense in the league. It's not a bad take. They'll say they're top five. But for me, uh, in both of these Josh Allen elite years, they've been 5-10. and So for this year to have them be like one or two – I just think they'll be between five and 10 again, which is like a great mm-hmm. offense. And they're going to have yeah. one of the best defenses too. Like they're, they're a Super Bowl contender. I don't want to come off as like this Bills hater. I like <laughs> Shakir. Um, yeah. I like Shakir. Uh, like, I guess I like Gabe Davis a decent amount. Yeah. Uh, but, Should you know, their, their receiving core, their receiving core after Diggs is like, it is a little questionable. I, th- and I think back it's, pr- I mean, you like, think it's pretty it's good. Not like Gabe Davis league. showed out in the playoffs. They have a, uh, Isaiah like McKenzie, the, it's good. Like it's, it's they good, have guys. It's, it's they have not, some of the best slot guys. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not like when I look at the Bucks, it's like I think the Bucks have an yeah. elite offensive line. I don't think the Bills have like an elite offensive line. Uh, in, in assuming health, like the Bucks have like an elite wide receiving core. I don't think the Bills have like from top to bottom a elite, elite, elite wide wide receiving core. So I think they're going to be in the five to ten range. I think mm-hmm. they're going to be in the five to. 10. Josh Allen's the highs. I mean, he's incredible. That's, um, that's how I feel about the Chiefs right. right now. I'm like, Mahomes is going to be exceptional. And I think they're going to slow the offense down a little bit. Uh, it's going to be a lot of Kelsey, a lot of Juju. Um, so I, I don't know if they're going to have... I think losing the explosives might be be the one... I mean, they might not even lose the explosives, like with Hardman. That's the thing, man. And, and I MVS. think like, like, they could still have gonna... it. They could still, they could still have Mahomes it. Mahomes creates the right. explosives. They're fine. Yeah. They're probably still they're still going to be damn good, right? Um, but I, I see more as a five to ten. I think losing losing Tyreek is still like a big that's still a big loss. Mahomes like might took do, over in what year? Was it twenty nineteen or twenty eighteen? Uh, eighteen, because that's when he won MVP. Lamar won MVP in nineteen. Yes, they were the Chiefs were the fourth ranked offense in twenty seventeen, and that was with Alex Smith by DVOA. They were fourth. And that's what Andy Reid can do for you. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yep. That's what Andy Reid can do for you. And that's and he's going to do it again. All right. Yeah. He's yep. going to do it again. And Mahomes is still there. They're going to yeah. be a top five offense, and they're going to make the playoffs. And I think as I've been building my my roster, my record predictions, and my Super Bowl predictions, I think Chiefs and Chargers AFC Championship game. The Bills, I so love I them, but oh, 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 I think I think it'll be Chiefs Bills rematch. Chiefs Bills rematch. Okay, sorry, man. Right. Bills get them this time, Matt. Nah, there's some yes. elite, elite heavy hitters in that AFC, but yeah, that's kind of where right. I'm leaning towards. I think that that those games are going to be much, must, must watch this year, man. Those those Chiefs Chargers games. But, but I, anyway. I like all of the AFC. I, I really, I like the Chiefs, there's the Bills, so and many, the Chargers, so and the Ravens. Good. I like all these teams. There's I'm, so many good offenses here, man. It, that like I started building. I started building out my list of like top offenses and I wrote down like 13 and I was like, fuck. (laughs) Run your pool is the home of competition, bringing sports fans and their social circles closer together to compete, connect and make every game matter more. Uh, I, you could, I was thinking about this. I can make all of my lock picks in this pool right now, like weeks Mm -hmm. one through 17. Right. And I got to, I was going to do it. Like, I'm just going to do it right now. But then I uh, I stopped at like week ten. I think my lock for week one is either the 49ers over the Bears or the yeah. Saints over the Falcons. And I should probably do I, I 49ers can lean, over the Bears. I can, yeah, for the Bears I think have the worst roster in football. I would agree with you there. Fields and- This is not part of the ad read. Fields has not looked good this preseason. I'm sorry, Bears fans. He's okay. missed. Fields hasn't leads. looked good. Bro, the Bears offensive line against Seattle it wasn't em- it was it was embarrassing. That dude had like it's, it looked worse. He had point so zero one. He had point zero one seconds to throw like every play. No, he it's did so not. crazy That's the Bears have no talent on well, their entire no roster except they hit on their quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> so I think yeah, Fields Fields has been a little bit shaky this preseason, and I know Bears fans are going to yell at me like, "Oh, it's a situation," and it is a shitty situation. But the worst Fields. There have been times where Fields has had more on the table, and he has not taken it. 
when the situation and when the people around him have actually done their jobs. But anyway, that's probably why I'm going to switch my pick from the Saints to the 49ers. But anyway, back to the ad read. Run Your Pool offers every game type under the sun from Pick'em and Survivor to Fantasy Pools. It's a one-stop shop for sports gaming with customizable features that you don't get anywhere else. But that's not all. We've teamed up about we've teamed up with Run Your Pool to host a pool for us and our listeners, like I just said. Uh, we're actually going to give you guys an opportunity to prove that you know ball. And how do you play? It's simple. Join the pool via the link in this description or at play.runyourpool.com slash stay hot. Sign up and make your picks. But why not make it interesting, right? Run Your Pool will be giving out cash prizes to the winner. So if you manage to somehow beat us, you won't walk away empty-handed. So make sure to join today at play.runyourpool.com slash stay hot. Again, that's play.runyourpool.com slash stay hot. Or just check the link in your description. So, yes, um... I guess so first, before I talk to you about Madden, before we, we said we were going to do wild card teams. So an offense that okay. maybe t- people don't think of as an elite offense, um, but could make it up there as a, as a top five unit. Uh, have, Matt, you said that you had one. Bladen, you said that you I, had one. It's like an honorable mention. So you're about to say, well, I, I have two, but like I, uh, I, I have two for doing like wild cards that people aren't thinking of, but like my honorable mentions would have been like chiefs and niners. So like, yeah, no, that's not a wild card top five. Yeah, that's so like I'm not gonna. That's boring. So I'll give you my wild card is fun. is the 49ers because Lance hasn't played. Yeah. Okay. All right. Kind of simple as that. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's so boring. It's just like. <laughs> yeah. I, I have something more fun than than Matt does. I fear. Um, I have two. The Saints and the Raiders. Are okay. Are my, I think the Raiders like with Devont. I think the Raiders with Devonte can be a legit, legit offense. Um, and they they were like they were a good offense last year, um, but I think they can be kind of head and shoulders this year. I think the receiving core is phenomenal. And I think Derek Carr is really, really good. Um, the offensive line might be a little bit questionable outside of Colton Miller, um, but you know that's why it's a wild card. You know. Uh, the Saints. The Saints are like actually. I was thinking about this. Like I was driving back to a meeting be- from a meeting before we recorded this, and I literally thought about like, bro, like healthy Jameis Winston was kind of balling last year. They didn't have Michael Thomas. You're gonna have your Alvin Kamara is not gonna get suspended. Like that's like he's gonna play this year. So you're gonna have Alvin Kamara. You're gonna have healthy Michael Thomas. You're gonna have healthy Jameis Winston, bro. That's a legit offense. That's like that's a really good offense. We're the it's, ones it's, who are high on the, you're the Saints hater. You're I'm the Saints hater. hater. And I thought about this on my drive. I was like, bro, this offense is like terrifying. What? Vision. <laughs> I see the yeah. vision. No. I've got two that again, I don't know if they're wild cards. Oh, I and, think everybody... and Chris Olave's been balling. So like Yeah. Yes. I, I have the but Titans mean as wrong. one. No, I mean, I was in a, yeah. I've got the Titans as one. Uh, last year, they were not a great offense. Um, but the year before, they were fourth in DVOA, and the year before that, they were sixth. Now, there's a lot of things that are different from two years ago to now. Arthur Smith is not there anymore. A.J. Brown is not there anymore. Um, but I do think, like, you've got that history of pretty efficient play, and um, last year they did survive a lot, a lot of injuries on that um on that offense so i do think that there's a chance that they bounce back to where they were in in 2019 and 2020 with a little bit of a a healthier unit so i've got them as as maybe a a sleeper to have a top five offense and then the other one is maybe dallas i don't know how much of a sleeper they are but they literally led the league in points scored last year they were first no one scored no one scored more points and yes they lost amari cooper um but they could still be fifth, you know? So yeah, none of know. us I, mentioned I, Dallas. None I of us mentioned mention Dallas. Dallas. And I, I didn't I'm mention a, Dallas either. I love either. Dallas. But I, I do think their wide receiving core is thin, all right? And their offensive line is getting... Tyron Smith has been really injury prone. Zach Martin's mm-hmm. getting up there. I do like Tyler Smith, but he's a raw prospect who could be kind of a holding penalty right away. They were just... Mike McCarthy is, is their head coach, and he could always <laughs> screw everything up. So there's reasons to to kind of fade the Dallas offense in terms they won't be as good as they were last year. But in terms of, of teams that none of us have mentioned, um, yeah. that's yeah. one. But none of those are crazy wild card. Like I'm not going to come out here and say the New York 
football giants or anything like that. <laughs> no, I don't think any of us were going to say that. I do kind of like Dallas. Um, I've been projecting a Zeke resurgence um, all off season. I thought I like he made my top 100. I thought he was a legit, legit good runner last year, even though like he barely had over a thousand yards. Um, he was and, all right. You know, and from what from what I've seen, like in in camp and you know just like Twitter and you know Twitter's gonna have some hype because it's all like Dallas Cowboys like fan fan accounts, but like he seems to be he seems to be like having some pretty good sessions. So I'm excited for for Zeke this season. See, I looked at him and I thought he just looked fat. I was like, he looks big. <laughs> it was he was just wearing a hoodie, man. He was just wearing a hoodie. Maybe I, this I mean, wasn't. I don't... This isn't. This is not Zeke Lacy. Don't. <laughs> you have answers. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I wanted to ask you guys about Madden 23 because I do not have it. Um, but Bladen, you seem to think that it's a fantastic Madden and you've been I, raving I about it. it. What? I love it. I know you made a TikTok about it, but I figured I'd just ask you on the podcast. So I didn't watch it. What <laughs> about Madden 23 is so good compared you to have a, you have so much control. I mean, you have so much control, like with every single player that you have can let you're like usering, you have complete control when you're passing, you have complete control over placement and power, which you've kind of had in the past, but it's more precise now. Um, and you also have complete control over the receiver once the ball is in the air. Like you can click onto the receiver and adjust exactly where you want to be to try and make a catch. And then the the catch animations and like if it's a contested catch, it's like a legit contested catch animation. Like I had a play where um, I was playing with Jacksonville and I threw a corner route to Evan Ingram and it was a little bit, it fell a little bit short. So I came back through the defender to like battle for the catch. And he ended up making the catch, right? And like the ball got batted out of his hands and he caught it. Like he came back to catch it. So it's like little things like that where I'm like, okay, that's that's really like that's really realistic high level experiences. And then like as a runner, I feel it's more fluid and smooth. Um everything's just more, it's it's just cleaner. Animations look better. It looks more all realistic. It feels it feels more realistic. All that all that control only for you to run one play exclusively. Literally. No, literally, bro. <laughs> I, I, I made a, I made a video about this also. Like, some people complain about like guys on tic, the, like this one guy on TikTok just runs like inside zone every play, and it's like different formations, but Dang. it's just like inside zone every play. <laughs> with I used to do that with fullback dive on like yeah, seventeen. I ran fullback dive so much. <laughs> it's just like inside zone or like halfback dive. It's always just like an inside zone run every single play. And <laughs> I saw that video, and all the comments are like, "This is well, you forgot the part where you're supposed to have fun." Why you're not having any fun like, doing this? It's like yes, you are. I'm like, and I'm like, the dude's running like his opponent's running like four man boxes. What do you what do you expect him to do? Not run the I ball? Had, I had so much fun just calling fullback dive and just like it working play after play after play. People are like, oh, you're not having fun. Cry, like, cry, <laughs> cry. Oh, sorry, Go. I'm not throwing. <laughs> sorry, I'm not throwing bullshit picks that get batted up in the air. Yeah, it's like cope. <laughs> like I'm sorry. <laughs> it's like I have fun when I'm winning. Um. So I yeah, no. You and Madden, though. I hate playing no, you and Madden. <laughs> that was some of the least fun I've ever had playing a video game. I'm sure you had fun, but like. For the listeners out there, I had like 10 sacks on Bladen in this game because all he would run is like four verticals. Hey, and no, like, it's three verticals and a corner route. Three verticals. But and really, it's, really it's two verticals, a post and a corner. I, I forget. It was so easy to stop. Your offense was terrible. I have no idea how it works all the time. Well, we, well, the thing is, we were playing on PlayStation. This is we where couldn't, I, I mean, I couldn't pass at all. Yeah. I, I, couldn't, think we still I kept throwing picks. I think, yeah. Yes, if it was on uh, Xbox, I think I could beat you. Actually, it wasn't. It wasn't have. Well, if if we're playing, if we're playing in a game where like I have, a, if we're talking, if we're talking about like we get perfect situation, well, then I also get my full playbook, right? My, you run one play. I have I have more than one, one play in my playbook, but when I'm but when I'm having to pick a playbook. That's not my own. I picked the Patriots because they have my favorite play. They have my favorite set. 
So I just run that. And if they and if I get stopped in it, well, then I'm just cooked because I don't I don't know the other plays in this playbook. But I have a playbook where I have other know them. I'm trying. I I have like a system of plays that I go through depending on what I see, like on the defense. I remember I had like five sacks and ten. Like I had like ten sacks and like five picks (laughs) against you because you can't beat cover four. Your like one play is just like is cooked against cover Cover four. Cover four does not beat it. But then I couldn't do anything on. I couldn't do anything on offense, and I would still lose because I didn't know. I also run cover four. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, my cover four is the is the best cover four in the game. It's just a cover four drop, and it's unbeatable. No, I would have liked it if I knew if I knew <laughs> X wasn't on the bottom anymore. Sadly. Ah, ah. But no, Matt Madden twenty three. I think is a good game, Matt. You you said you have it on PC, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I the only thing Madden's missing is cross platform play. Once it gets that, it's like legit going to be so, It's going to be so great. Well, if they don't have it now, that's something they're never, they're probably add, never right? doing it. Yeah, yeah. If they wanted to, it could be there. I guess. Like I don't know. New Madden, dude. Would you give it a? Yeah, a yeah. I like it all right. It's okay. About the same. Fair. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It's it's not like. Oh, also, like r- shoelace tackles don't happen that frequently anymore. Yeah, I feel like the tackling's been pretty good. The tackling, I think, looks. There was. Uh, I saw a clip on Twitter of someone ran like a play with Debo. It was like a run. And um, he like ducked under his offensive lineman. Like he, they were engaged in a block, but there was like a gap underneath and he just like ducked under. And I'm like, that, that is so cool. I love that. As long as it doesn't happen too, as long as it doesn't happen too often, because like that just doesn't happen in football that often. No, but like if there's there's a huge gap, if there's like a huge gap and you're like, you can't get around and you just go underneath. Like I've only seen that once that has not happened in any of the games that I've played. Um, so, but no, I think it's, I think it's a really good game. I've had fun. I'm excited for the NCAA game coming out next year. Um, if Uh, it's going to be, I'll get Madden 23 eventually. W. I want to get a PS5. Madden. I would like to. I would like to stream it at some point. I think that would be fun. But get, get a PS5. We'll, we'll we'll make it happen. <laughs> I'm getting an Xbox Series S. Sadly, uh, I'm not. I'm not getting a PS5. I don't. I don't like PlayStation as much. Ratio. All right. Whatever. <laughs> ratio me in real life. <laughs> By the time you listen, if you listen to this episode when it comes out, the day it comes out, it will be my birthday. So. If you've listened all the way to the end, wish me a happy birthday on Twitter and I'll say thanks. Happy Theo. It's true. Happy, your birthday is tomorrow. Happy Theo day. I start class 20, tomorrow. It's my golden. It's my golden birthday. I'm oh, turning 20, you're 22. 22 on the tw- yeah. Oh my God, dude. That's like angel numbers. It's like angel numbers. It's 22, <laughs> like 22. The thing is, I well, just moved here and I have like no friends here. So I'm just going to like just drink alone in my tiny room. It's going to be Dog. so sad. I'm getting the first flight out the flag. No, step, literally. Don't I'll you be, worry. I'll, I'll, I'll be, right be there. I'll be there in like, I'll be there in like five hours, man. Yes, I'll I drive over it. now. I'll get there. I'm missing. I am missing class tomorrow <laughs> to celebrate your birthday. <laughs> yeah. So since it'll be such a sad and lonely birthday, since I just moved <laughs> to this new city, be sure to tweet at me and then make it feel like I've got people around me. Theo, you gotta like screenshot your Twitter account and be like, "Why are th- why is my Twitter broken?" You know, you're gonna see this like at like prime birthday hours, like 7 p.m. on my birthday. You're gonna see a Theo Ash NFL upload on TikTok. You should be like working, <laughs> working. More importantly, you know who else's birthday it is tomorrow? Randall Cobb. No. <laughs> yes. Ty- Lamello Ball. Lamello Ball. Yeah. Lamello. You should wish Lamello a happy birthday tomorrow. <laughs> happy birthday to Happy birthday, Lamello. Lamello. Yes. <laughs> but not Theo. Don't wish Theo. Wish Lamello. <laughs> yeah. That's a good thing. And then I and then I'll I'll reply to it with the like balloons like thing and I'll say, What the fuck, Matt? It's my birthday. <laughs> And then you can respond to it like, don't care. And it'll all get a lot of likes and it'll be all pre-planned. 
<laughs> let's, let's do yeah, it. we gotta we gotta we'll start having more like midnight. fake Twitter beef. I think that'll be good for the for the podcast. Yeah, it is. It is. So anyway, I'll, I'll tweet. I'll tweet out Happy thing. Birthday, Randall Cobb. Matt, you tweet out Happy Birthday, Lamelo Ball, and and then Theo's just make my birthday as sad as possible. No one remembers <laughs> the saddest birthday of all time, but. That's what I'm trying to have, man. <laughs> Nothing to smile about. But <laughs> t- as always, tons of tons of content come on all platforms. Uh, we'll be back with another episode shortly. NFL season's so close. I am so excited to watch my Browns not be good this year. But as always, from Corn Boy, Bird Boy, <laughs> and Lemon <Lovin'> Boy, <laughs> we'll catch you all on the flippity flop. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.